Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. I'm Emily. I'm Crystalline, and I'm really excited to be having this conversation today about things that we should be looking forward to and some ways to just get grounded into summer. summer. Yeah, I know. <sighs> summer. Like Olaf. Um. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, summer is the best season, in my opinion. I love summer so, so very much. And by the time you're listening to this, it will either be the day of the solstice if you're, solstice if you're on our Patreon and you're getting... um listening to this early or now you're officially in the summer season um and that is exciting welcome mm-hmm. we are here <laughs> uh so now we wanted to talk through right we wanted to talk through just a little bit of um information about the solstice what kind of energy it's bringing us now that it's kind of past what we can kind of expect and also look ahead into this summer season into venus retrograde into the things that are coming up that we can really pay attention to that'll help you really flow through this and not resist through it Mm. um which is really important because i think right now especially a lot of the narratives in the media etc are very 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 fear heavy Mm -hmm. um and it's hard sometimes to be a very spiritual person when people are lobbing fear heavy stuff at you and so in this time of a lot of that fear heavy stuff how can we flow through it how can we connect with our own self and guides etc no one's coming up and I I kind of love that because we get so stuck in anxiety and stress and all of those heavy emotions and one of the things that I've learned especially like not to like to a horn here, but in working mm-hmm. with you, M, in the Forgotten Storytellers, work together is nothing is so bad that it can't be resolved or fixed or changed or pivoted. And mm-hmm. so the stress that we put into it is only delaying the clarity. Yeah. Um, that being said, we have stress. It is an emotion we have. We need to feel through it and discover what it's trying to show us, why we're stressed, what the root of the problem is, because it's going to guide us to solutions. But living in stress with unresolvable and you know no solution, that's what I would like for us to not have to worry too much about. When you feel stressed, using it, working with it, and being able to move through it and, and beyond it, it's perfect. Um, staying and living in stress is not good. It's not good for our health. It's not Mm -hmm. good for our spirit. It's not good for, you know, our relationships, which is a Venus in Leo retrograde kind of thing. So, yeah. What I'll also say too, is oftentimes when we are in that stress space, we think about what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and they're all negative. So what I always encourage you to do, if you are in that stress pace and you are what ifing yourself, which is going to happen, it's just inevitable. It's how most of us process stress and getting, you know, or anxiety about a certain thing happen. Um, consciously make the effort to also, what if the opposite side of what if it does work out? What if this good thing happens with it? What if that good thing happens with it? Because those are just as valid as all the other what ifs you're doing, if not more so. And mm-hmm. it will start helping your energy, your subconscious, everything kind of shift from what ifs always are negative to what ifs can be positive and we can see the whole picture and it really helps to eliminate some of that intense stress fear response that comes in Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they they say like you know your brain doesn't really understand the difference between anxiety or excitement and so in some cases you can choose the excitement part especially in a what if where the the results are yet to be seen um you know again there's a time for both but in, yeah. in situations like this one, you have that agency to be able to say, you know what, since I'm not in control, I'm going to hope for the best and I'll be prepared if the other thing happens. Yep. Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm 
I'm speaking to this because I'm actively doing this right mm-hmm. now in my own life because we are very much trying to like buy a house before Same. this fall essentially Same. hits. Um, it's really interesting living in a mountain town and we just had a huge winter, which impacts our housing market in a way that's like very unique from like the rest of the country. So already it's like, oh, cool. We have like high interest rates, which is not great. And the market is kind of going down because of higher interest rates, which is great. But for ours, it's like a compounding effect because since we had a horrible winter, so many people don't want to live through that again. If this next winter is not horrible, we don't have that effect anymore. So it's like this like weird line of like, if we're going to get into the housing market, we need to do it right freaking now. And I've been cycling through my what ifs mm-hmm. in the same way. So know that it's not as easy as it might, like it, it can be hard, but we're working on it. We're doing it yeah. together. This is a team yeah. effort. Krista's <laughs> got you. I've got you. We're in it. And so often in your life, you'll find someone who is going through a similar thing at amazingly the same time uh, mm-hmm. as you are. And that's that's your little like your moving buddy to quote Toy Story and we can be each other's moving buddies almost literally <laughs> from across the country um so hopefully everybody out there you're finding your moving buddy in whatever transition you are coming into or navigating at this time um but yeah so with that being said yes summer is coming yes we just wrapped up a, a new moon in Gemini that was square Neptune and square Saturn so we were that like weird yeah, I want to work really hard, but I don't know what I'm actually doing. And so there was a lot of mental fatigue that went with it. You know, this whole, I have the energy to do all the things I have the, the, my mind is all over the place. I want to put them into practice, but maybe not. (laughs) It was to quote uh, the random recording of whatever that was on the bus when we were in Greece in that perfect moment, say it with me. ADHD. ADHD. <laughs> um, this was one of those magical things that happens purely for the enjoyment of the people around, which does happen. If you want some like reminders of this type of magic, please watch any of Russell Howard's comedy because this is his entire shtick. Is like everything is just like how magical is this moment that just happened just the, for the alignment of everyone involved just to have fun. It's fabulous. But this was one of those moments. So we were on this bus. <laughs> Did we tell this? I don't think we told this we story on the hair. Okay. No. Okay. Just because I want to remind people of how magic can show up sometimes. We still, there was only four of us that heard this. We still do not know what it was or how it happened. Not a clue. Um, but basically our darling, wonderful guide, Malcolm, was um trying to solve a problem. And he, he is very self, he's admit, he, one of the first things he said to us is like, I have ADHD. So like, I go a little chaotic with stuff, but we're going to do it. And we were like, awesome. We're neurodivergent. So we've got you. Um, But anyway, he's like trying to solve this problem. And he's like in the middle of one sentence, stops that sentence, jumps to another sentence, and then just like hops off the bus bus. (laughs) (laughs) with like no notice. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, a recorded, a recorded sound that Krista, Dan, Weston, and I heard no one else heard just the four of us went ADHD in like the Siri voice and it was the seriously funniest thing (laughs) and there was no radio there was no speakerphone I don't know where this sound came from I'm sure no one probably is a practical source of it but we were not privy to that so it feels even more magical to be like the timing alone and that (laughs) was the only thing that was said the only (laughs) thing that that whatever that recorded whatever it was like said was literally just just that it like unpaused itself and then paused itself again never to be (laughs) it was amazing um so sometimes magic just makes you laugh in a tense situation which is Mm -hmm. perfect 
Uh, mm-hmm. Look for those between now, literally um, today, as we were recording this, it is June 19th, celebrating Juneteenth, by the way, um, mm-hmm. but also from June 19th until September 3rd, I believe, um, we are in the, well, actually it's October 2nd, we're in the period of Venus covering and recovering degrees. So she's covering them for the first time starting today. She will go retrograde on the um 22nd of July. And then she will remain retrograde until September 3rd, at which point she will turn around again and cover Mm -hmm. everything one more time. And that will take her until October 7th. So we're going to cover these degrees three times starting today. We are at the very beginning, um, starting June 19th. So now is the time to start taking notes of relationships that are becoming prominent in your life, of connections, friendships, negotiations. Um, this, the one thing that I'm hearing every time I go into this is, uh, and our, our conscious contracts person, which is the perfect thing that we're working with throughout this thing is the me in the, we, because Mm -hmm. it is Venus in Leo. So it's, what do I get out of this relationship? But also what do they get out of this relationship? How does this compliment? How does this let everybody be visible for who they are? And yes, my phone did just go off. So thinking about the me in the we, how every individual in a relationship is an is a whole and complete person and an equal participant. How can we maintain that so that everyone feels seen, gets what they need, and that this cooperation and co-creation of a relationship can move fluidly and and beautifully. Yeah. And I will say, as opposed to the Venus retrograde that we had, what, last year? Two years ago. Yeah. It was 2021. That was really focused heavily on romantic relationships. That Mm -hmm. was like a very heavy focus on like the intimate and personal relationships in your life or like the closest relationships to you, whether or not they were romantic, they were foundational ones. Mm -hmm. This is um, more of a broad smattering Mm-hmm. of relationships it's it's your relationship with your work it is th- your relationship with your friends it is your relationship with your boss it is your relationship with your business partners and your partner and those sort of things in more of a like tactical way mm-hmm. as opposed to a, an emotional way at least from what I'm channeling in is how it is showing up yeah so I would say like almost a, a passion driven way So like, how does this, because Leo is, uh, naturally does passion drive, uh, all those things. So Leo be Leo in. Yeah. Right. Leo be Leo in. (laughs) Um, but what that means is like the emotional connection last time was, do I feel supported? How attached Mm -hmm. am I to this relationship? How supportive are you? Like, are we built to last? So it was Mm -hmm. very much this, like, how much can I trust you thing? And I think Mm -hmm. with Leo now it's the, is this where I want to be? thing. It's Mm -hmm. the, you know, how does this function with my actual goals? Do I get to be who I am in this relationship? So less emotional attachment, more emotional expression. Mm-hmm. perhaps that's fair that that, that's, it. which would also be a tactical thing if that yeah. makes sense instead yeah. of like an internal like I'm thinking about it I'm feeling about it I need to process this sort of mm-hmm. thing this is actually it's more of a like huh this is me how am I going to fit in these places yeah. in what spaces so that's very much exactly what I'm yeah feeling yeah mm-hmm. yeah um which is interesting I I don't know. It's going to be a very intriguing time to see how this shows up again when in doubt, um, look for synchronicities in like the media and the headlines to validate what you're going through because they're usually there in some way, um, which is very interesting as well. And so, okay. It's a retrograde. 
first thing yeah. retrograde venus are we going to break up maybe um but also retrograde means we are assessing or reassessing revising re whatever you want to put in there so again you're working on the relationships. Oh, wow. Uh, you're working. My phone just went off again. You're working on the relationships. This is very angular, uh, retrograde for both my husband and myself. It's in my perfected 10,000, his first house. So we are truly going to a, like a, for fun, for constructive understanding. Now that we're both receiving our official neurodivergent diagnoses and learning how to live our lives differently, we're mm -hmm. going to uh, relationship therapy so that we can understand each other individually and understand how to, to actually functionally, tactically support each other in the relationship, because that's what we choose mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, so it's the, do I choose to put my effort and passion into this relationship or is it too much and not aligned right now for mm -hmm. what my needs are and what their needs are? So yes, separations of relationships or dissolvings of relationships are, are a potential. Um, but that's because they're supposed to, or it's a time to separate and see if you return and those kinds of things. And again, you might separate in pre-shadow, go through your own self-discovery processes during the retrograde and come back together in post-shadow. It can show up in very many different ways. And it could be, hey, I acknowledge this thing. We're going to work on it here. And on the other side, we're even more uh, resolved in our commitment to each other than before. So mm -hmm. there are different things. And you may notice people from specifically let's go with eight years ago becoming a theme because eight years is venus's minor period it's how long it takes for her to get back to kind of where she was in the mm -hmm. in the point so if we're looking at venus being now when is the last time venus was like this it would have been eight years ago circa 2015 um consider where your relationships were at at that point and then see if some of those themes are popping up now and then the last tip is, of course, check where Leo is in your chart, because that area of life is going to re reveal the types of relationships, connections, values, ideals that are being assessed as well. Yeah. Leo be Leo in all over stuff. It's what Leo <laughs> does. Uh -huh. uh, Le it's so fun because Leo has such a vibrant out there energy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to have this come up, like embrace that side of it of being like, well, this stuff, this isn't going to stuff that's happening. This stuff isn't going to happen in the dark. Jesus. I cannot speak. We were talking about beautiful. Oh, I thank really you. Like what you said, this stuff is not going to happen in the dark. Leo mm -hmm. or anybody out there ruled by the sun. Mm -hmm. So very exactly. well put. Thank you got there. Um, right now, if anyone else is experiencing this tech communication-based tech and also communication in general is getting all wonky. It's not actually a Mercury thing. We were talking, diving into it. Um, yeah. It's more of a Sun-Neptune situation. That's what I'm attributing it to. The Sun being mm -hmm. in um, very intellectual connection, communication-driven Gemini, being square Neptune and by sign also square Saturn right now. So we're coming into these little like glitches and we really need to do, I, I think like network managers are probably having the worst time right now because they're the ones who run the, the structure of communication. And right. so they're probably running into glitches in the system that they need to resolve, which we Poor are, fellows. <laughs> yeah, we're the ones calling customer service, but they're the ones having to fix it. Yeah. They're having some time. They're mm -hmm. it's a thing. Yeah. My dad was a network manager. So to all of you out there, I see you. Uh, you have my energy. My thoughts are with you. Empathy. Yeah. I'm thinking about um, Charlotte, the TV show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Sorrows, prayers. <laughs> Sorrows, <laughs> prayers. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, yeah. So this summer season, that is going to be part of a theme of it, I will say. It also feels like a very, um, and I'm sure there's astrology things to back this up. So I'm just tapping into the energy and I just, this is just something I've seen because I've been looking at it a lot for myself, but also for my like different communities that I'm a part of. I think there's going to be a lot of kind of um, rapid change that might feel abrupt, feel random, or feel like we made this decision decision really quickly um, over the course of like literally the next like three, four months, basically. However, I don't, when you look at them upon like with closer inspection, you're like, actually, no, I've been pondering this for the last three years. I just never thought I'd act on it. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, this was a, based off of something that happened two years ago that's been simmering under the surface and now is erupting. And it feels really abrupt, but it's not actually, which means that it's actually more foundational than we're giving ourselves credit for. So there's more things we can do about it because there is more foundational support there, or there's more th- ways that we can validate ourselves and be like, actually, this decision was super supported. I have planned for this for years without realizing it that is a big character theme of this summer season at least in in what I'm seeing in general yeah um so the way I'm seeing that express primarily in not only the fact that it's cancer season um but at the very beginning of cancer season we have the moon separating from this uh new moon so the sun Mm -hmm. moves into cancer the moon gets into leo that's mutual reception between the two sect lights which Uh the sun has to be in cancer for that to happen because otherwise you don't get the mutual sun in the moon sign, uh, moon in the sun sign thing. So it's a unique beginning to it. But also in Leo, we have Venus and Mars within that five degree orb of each other. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty conjunct. So again, where it feels like I'm pressuring myself, or as you said it perfectly, I'm erupting the Mars and Leo fire with the moon, making it feel very personal over this Venus who's getting right, who's moving very slowly and really starting to think about slowing down, stopping and, and redoing a lot of stuff, that eruption of this has been a long time coming, but now's the time for it to be addressed Mm -hmm. Uh, does seem. And again, it's going to be for the sake of your own comfort, your own peace of mind, your own Mm -hmm. safety and security. Those are going to be um, some themes that we keep in mind. Like, how do I make sure that my energy has what it needs? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. about spoon theory, you know? Yeah. Um, or even use too many manifest. Yeah. Flow. Yeah. Sorry. Even like, no, 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 you're good. Sorry, I interrupted you. Um, but even like manifesting the resources instead of manifesting the thing, mm-hmm. it, that's what we're talking about. Like, okay. Yeah this is going to happen. I'm going to do it. I bet everything better be in alignment for me to do this because I'm manifesting these resources because it's something I'm doing. It's that sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, putting that into practice instead of manifesting the money manifest Mm -hmm. what the money is going to bring. And then you might find that you don't need money to bring that. Um, I've seen that happen so many times in my life, pretty much every time I'm not someone Mm -hmm. who has had a ton of money at any, any given space, but I've had just what I need when I need it to make whatever needs to happen, happen. Um, hello, uh, with your second house being Sagittarius, (laughs) it's what happens, but, um, It's very important to keep in mind as we're navigating all of this to know that I will have what I need when I need it at the right time. And if I don't have what I need, then this isn't the right time or that's not the right thing. Uh And the alignment shows alignment, right? If if everything shows up, then I know this is the right path. If things don't, then I know that there's something different. Ergo also better for me, even though it may not feel good in the moment to have to not have it now. I fully agree. Um, the other thing I would say with that too, is like absolutely for sure, lean in on working to develop and get comfortable with your own confidence. Mm -hmm. Like if I had to pick one theme, 
for this summer. And uh, this is oftentimes associated with Leo. I get that. But even outside of just Leo season, Mm -hmm. like genuinely starting now in cancer season, moving in all the way through basically till September is what I would say, middle to end of September. Um, I would very much lean in on the, how am I going to build and develop myself, my confidence? How am I going to show up confidently in myself? Those sorts of things. When it comes to your spirituality, how can you take away the conversations where, oh, it's not working for me or this isn't good enough or whatever, instead of being like, well, I'm going to practice it and it's going to work. Those types of things, switching that language and verbiage so that it actually supports you because that is really a theme. Yeah. I've also noticed, you know, the, um, not hiding yourself or not diminishing yourself and not covering your own light to make others feel a certain way. You know, again, I had an experience last week where some information was given to me that I can finally use and work with that, you know, clarified a lot of stuff in my whole life. But there was one piece that was like belief work in an instant, because it was like your, this for me, um, was in a levels of intelligence situation. Uh So don't dumb yourself down for others, but also acknowledge that you are brilliant Mm -hmm. in a lot of areas. And so if you tell yourself you're stupid, you're going to believe it. But if you realize I'm totally capable, I'm smart, I have everything I need to do what I need to do. You'll also find that whatever intellectual ability or whatever ability you have or need is there for you. Um, Mm -hmm. The Socratic method has been coming up a lot around Venus retrograde as well. Know what you know, be confident in what you know, and then be willing to learn what you don't know. And mm-hmm. know that it's okay not to know all the things. So it doesn't diminish your worth just because you don't do everything. It's jack of all mm-hmm. trades, master of none. And, you know, you can decide to be a jack of all trades, master of none, and, and like distribute your energies around, which is a totally valid thing to do. Or you can decide to be a specialist and put a hundred percent into this and let someone else be a specialist in that. And then you're giving them their space to shine too. Just like Emily was saying with the, uh, you know, this room doesn't light up itself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I have the song stuck in my head. Is it Alison Krauss? It is an Alison Krauss song. Which the one, one that's a it's the line one of the lines is Jack of all trades and master of none. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Loved by many, hated by none. I'd say he would lucky to know what you done. Whatever. And now it's stuck. <laughs> God damn it, Krista. You're the lucky one. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was like, what is it called? <laughs> I know this. I'm song, just gonna yeah. keep singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna leave you hanging. Like, yeah. what is it called? Okay. Yeah, that cool. to, Thank when you for I was that. a singer, that was in my set. I would sing it at like yeah. Relay for Life and stuff like that. It's a good one. And now it's stuck. <laughs> um, I appreciate that though. It's, yeah. I haven't heard it in a while. So I'm going to go listen to it as I drive. I got to go drive after this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, also expressing creatively again. Summer season's always really good for that. So that's not just this summer season, it's just in general. Um, we've come out of the winter hibernation and now the spring cleaning, and now we're into let's do some actual creative expression because it's a way of knowing yourself again after you've gone through a whole year, you've gone through a whole transformation cycle and let's step into, okay, how do I express this version of myself? And that is usually done creatively, singing, <laughs> art, <laughs> art, dancing, going to even just watch theater or participate in theater, like just do something creative for yourself. Even if your creativity is you're like, I don't know, I color in a coloring book or I garden and I'm just going to go plant some flowers or whatever. Really fun, random antidote, just because it's very summery. Weston for my birthday, my birthday present from him is he redid our whole front yard and planted a whole bunch of flowers there. So things are actually growing and it makes me so very happy, but he um, really wonderfully and well-intentioned hung some bird feeders 
way too low like it was like the bird the bears are going to get them like that's just going to happen but one of them was one of those square bird feeders where you put like the like a piece of bread in it or whatever and it like holds it there and they like poke through and you can also put like fluff or whatever for their nest in like the little square it's like a little cage mm-hmm. and so the other morning we walk out and like you're like yesterday morning the kids are like oh well the bear got into all the bird feeders and they're all like smashed on the ground they're really durable they're made out of plastic for that reason because mind feeding the bears too much so i'm like okay that's fine um but then I walk out there I'm like where's the square bird feeder and I'm walking around and walking around and turn to my daughter and she's like it got kidnapped (laughs) oh well it's dead well it's just is what it is um and then later in the day all of a sudden it was back in our yard so apparently it got kidnapped brought to one of our neighbor's houses could not be like devoured and then the neighbor just threw it back in our yard like you guys are the idiots with the bird feeders um which is just such a summary story to me i just wanted to share that of like yep that's where we're at <laughs> mm-hmm. it makes so much sense though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yes express creatively in some way create something as your field called to not with no judgment with pure just lovely creative intention that's always a wonderful ritual that i do for summer at least mm-hmm. yeah and then thinking back to where were you in in winter around the solstice Mm-hmm. And what is coming to fruition since then? What is coming to its full realization? You know, this yeah. is the the peak of the year, energetically, sunlight-wise. And also watch the sunset. Mm-hmm. All spirituality aside, watch the sunset. This is the longest day of the year. If you can, and I will, uh, watch the sunrise, watch the sunset. Really honor the amount of, of daylight we receive on this day. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I always like to do it's and it's it's a long day but it's still totally worth it Mm -hmm. i love it it so much um after this point i'm gonna be saying i miss you son come back um pay attention to your dreams for the next couple days after the solstice that's always important especially on the night of solstice which i know most of you are listening to this after the fact which is totally fine don't stress about it you may have seen a video of me reminding you to pay attention to your dreams because those are definitely a thing but um absolutely pay attention to your dreams a lot of information and communication comes around the solstice in the dream form so and the same goes for sunrise and sunset it's going to be a matter of maybe a minute or two difference so if you're catching yeah. this on thursday and you want to do it on friday that's fine if you're catching this mm-hmm. on Wednesday, you want to do it on thursday it still works uh mm-hmm. things don't get really noticeable until like a week or two later no worries mm-hmm. it takes some time mm-hmm. absolutely Um, So yeah, embrace it. We did have a question in our Patreon. Also for our patrons, we are posting um, a new poll in there. So if you would like to vote on our episode topics, that is what the Patreon is for. You can vote on our episode topics. So we're posting a new poll in there in the next couple days. Um, Also our our patrons do get bonus videos at a certain tier. So if there's a specific bonus video you are wanting from us, by all means, please comment that um, in the Patreon. You can do it either underneath the poll or you can do it on the Q&A time posts, whatever it is. Um, But please let us know because we love doing the bonus videos for you guys, but we want to make them very valuable to you. So we don't want to just pick something arbitrarily if it's not something you guys are going to enjoy. So please let us know. We will happily do that um, for sure for you um yeah so we did have a question in the patreon which is essentially it was it was left on last week's episode where obviously we talked a lot about our greece trip which is going to flow into i'm sure most of our episodes from here on out um until we head to ireland like in four five weeks (laughs) soon 
soon. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. We're really close, uh, which is very time. exciting as well. Um, but someone basically asked, and I think they're going on a trip with us in the future as well, of like, what type of offerings do you bring or do you leave um, at these sacred sites or when you're going on these trips or what would you recommend people people do to honor these spaces? Um, which I really appreciate that question because it's a kind of a complicated thing, especially when it comes to like Greece. Um, I was very intentionally and very consciously respectful of the fact that Hellenic polytheists in modern day Greece only just recently, I think 2012 or 2013, got the right to practice their religion by the government. So these sacred sites are now presently their holy sites still, if that makes sense. And they only just won the right to actually get to practice there or in general in the country. Um, very recently. So uh, I was really aware of that. And whatever place you're traveling to, you really want to be aware of the cultural situation of the the modern day cultural around those places. That's super important. Um, the other thing is small things. It's always going to be small things. And it's always going to be things that can blend in very naturally with the environment around it, um, with the exception of sometimes coins are like the exception there is what I would say, um, which you're naturally going to have anyway. Euros are always coins, but most other currencies have a very large emphasis on coins. We're actually one of the least emphasis on coins in our country, which is kind of funny. Um, but coins are something that you can leave for sure. Um, I bring a tiny pouch of crystals and they're usually just tumbled crystals or like raw quartz points, depending upon what I feel drawn to bring um, that. Or you can use what is around. If there is flowers nearby, you can pick those and set those down in a certain place or pour libations, um, which is pouring whatever drink you have in your hand on the ground, basically a little bit, um, anything like that. Krista, what are, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah. So that, and one of the things that I've always used is like, if I have nothing else with me and I'm just like, mm -hmm. I know I need to respect and honor the energy here, time, um, mm -hmm. just spending time sitting at a place and honoring it and just feeling the energy of it and respecting what happened there, the sacredness of the site, all that stuff. You're giving a little bit of your, your intention, your energy, your love to that space. You're mm -hmm. adding to what made it sacred in the first place. And mm -hmm. you're receiving the, and respecting and, and just like, um, kind of transmitting the wisdom through you. Uh, to me, that's always been something huge too. So I love the idea of leaving a little crystal or of finding something nearby because that's so tangible, but in my mind, that's also very much for us. Mm -hmm. um, so it's for us to say, this is important. And I, I symbolize that and they appreciate it because it is an energy mm -hmm. currency because we've made it, we've done something tangible, which they can't always uh, manifest as easily. Mm -hmm. So bringing something, sometimes you are like the last piece in the puzzle that sets something there. Um, mm -hmm. but just before you go on a trip, if you have intention of leaving something, tune into the trip, the energy of the trip and ask, what should I bring with me? Yeah, and yeah. that'll be a really good start. Yeah. Also songs or prayers words are also big ones. Like, and whether you're just humming, you just sit there and you hum a little bit very quietly, knowing that that particular space or that particular deity can hear you in that way. Um, or if you just, you know, think with intention of a prayer, um, prayer obviously has a very internalized Christianity thing. So if you want to call it a hymn or, uh, you know, whatever feels good for incantation. you, an, an incantation <laughs> yeah. and affirmation, whatever is good. Um, the other thing That's I've it. done too is, you know, found a rock that is nearby and just put all of my intention and my thanks and my gratitude into that rock and then just set it down in a new spot, just like well, moving the earth a little bit. Yeah. And with Sekhmet, uh, when I was mm -hmm. in Egypt the first time <laughs> you, you, the intention was, and it took me two tries to do it 
that's another story for another time. Um, but you would touch your, your forehead, your third eye area, uh-huh. and then touch the statue's third eye and then your heart. And then the statue's heart, just connecting with that image in front of you and being able to say like, it's sort of like the, I see you, um, uh-huh. kind of thing. And just, it's, it's the fact that you're pausing to acknowledge is the very important part. And the mm-hmm. fact that you take some of the wisdom of that with you to me is is the result that we're kind of hoping for the respect the wisdom the the change of who we become those are super important however that looks for you is going to be the right way to do it but it can be anything yeah absolutely um the intention matters more than the specific thing at the end of the day it's the thought that counts (laughs) Mm -hmm. it always will um also i mean obviously like thinking back at history if you're looking at a specific pantheon or like if you're coming to the egypt trip with us like obviously there were things in history that were left specifically for those deities Mm -hmm. that being said we're not in that history we are now and oftentimes we still you know though it's awesome to honor what was left historically and by all means if you feel aligned and it's capable of doing that cool but at the end of the day it's not like the deities don't understand that we're in modern times like they absolutely do so whatever you offer is going to be enough yeah i might not be able to bring chicken bones (laughs) (laughs) yeah um the other thing though too and i have done this as well um if you have a snack crackers or something in your Mm -hmm. backpack i will offer a cracker to different things Mm -hmm. um leave that there food is always a a win Mm -hmm. um which is simple you don't have to think about it and in my own practice too just like at home I have offered deities like Pringles and (laughs) peanuts and a cutie and just random whatever there's this um uh ritual in Hellenismos where um basically on the new moon every month it's the day before you throw out your Karthus which is like a, a jar that is filled with like household food items that you make each month um to set your intention for this month and like to honor the house and the spirits and energies of the house basically and you you basically throw that out and you do this little ritual and then the next day you fill it up and do this little ritual with like the new month's food and so you go around and you get like little bits of food from around the whole house and it's water and oil and those sorts of things and it goes in a jar and it's tied with a thing it's to Zeus it's a whole thing um and because of that oftentimes I'm like gummies (laughs) that can go in this jar uh which was fine that's the food we had it's not like we had barley and things that they would have had you know in ancient times we had gummies and that's there's fine. nothing necessarily saying that barley was particularly sacred it's what they had in the house like your gummies. exactly so mm-hmm. it's one of those things that like yeah it sounds much more archaic and ancient but 2000 years from now gummies are going to sound ancient too so right exactly so um yeah that's the <laughs> that's the rule of it is just do what you do and what feels aligned to you and when in doubt you already have stuff just by being you mm-hmm. that you can offer um, so you don't yeah. have to bring anything words too. If you have like a little piece of paper and you write words on it or something, or, um, or even if you have, yeah, whisper it, or even if you have your journal and you're like, I'm sitting here and I'm writing these words to you and you take your journal with you away. Um, you don't have to leave it there. It's still mm-hmm. an offering. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, thank you all so, so much for listening. Um, it, again, if you have suggestions on episode topics or things you would like to hear us talk about or dive into, or even if you're really having a lot of like questions about different spiritual stuff or um, astrology stuff, please comment them under the YouTube or if you're in your pa- in the Patreon, we, you know, prioritize those questions at the end of each episode, of course. Um, but it really helps us stay 
continually on brand with you guys and we're nurturing our relationship with you. That's what we're doing in this space during this Venus retrograde. So what would you like to see? What would you like to know? We're here to honor that and respect that. So yeah. Anything else, Krista, before we sign off? Um, so for some reason I was told to bring this up. I probably told the story before. Um, I got a very late birthday gift from my husband. He ordered it way on time, but Mercury retrograde was during my birthday. And Emily, you might remember a couple of cohorts ago, there was a very specific pin I was gifted. Um, and there's this great story I think I've shared before, but if I Mm -hmm. haven't, you guys, the Lonk story Mm -hmm. has returned. Oh my. So if you're watching the video, I have another Lonk pin highly recommend watching the video so you can see this face. Um, I have two of them now. One of them will always remain on my Legend of Zelda collection shelf. So I will never lose Lonk again. <laughs> uh, and if you have, if we haven't told that story and you want to hear it, let us know in the comments and I will be happy to rehash it. It's a really great education in, in going with the flow and finding humor in tough times. So yeah, another travel story. Yeah. We have a plethora. <laughs> awesome okay well we hope that you embrace all this energy you embrace the solstice and that you take it all and you go make some go make some magic i don't think we got it i don't think we got it that one that's fine it's good (laughs) whatever we're close